0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Team Talk podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Caleb Timmy, your host, and today on the podcast we have a young gun, Harry Wilson, the Queens of Reds number eight, and up and rugby star. So yeah, enjoy. Guys, uh, today on the podcast, I'm lucky to have a young um, rugby gun. Uh, from australia harry wilson he's the current number eight for the queensland reds a uh, good maiden one and um yeah someone to really look forward to um in the, in the upcoming international season for the wallaby so yeah thanks for making some time mate and um yeah appreciate for coming on the podcast yeah thanks
1: for having me Caleb. look forward to it
0: yeah mate so um we'll just start like where you're from because i know you you obviously you're Queenslander, but you weren't born there. Yeah, tell us where you were born and, um, yeah, where you're from, where you originate from.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Gunnada, a uh, country town in uh, northern New South Wales. So, lived there till when I was 11. So, obviously, a bit different to living in the city. Lived on a farm, and I uh, was about 10,000 people in Gunnada. So, it was quite a small community, and yeah, really loved it there. But then, uh, obviously, the parents got offered, I think, a few better jobs in, in Brisbane. So, Made the made to move to Brisbane and I've been here ever since and absolutely loved it. Kind of now, I guess, uh, an adopted Queenslander. I yeah. obviously grew up going for New South Wales, but I guess now I can't, uh, I do think of myself as a bit of a Queenslander after being around the I guess, Reds boys for the last few years.
0: Yeah, nice. So when it comes to origin time, are you wearing blue or maroon?
1: Uh, state of origin, probably still blue. Blue, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> those <laughs> I, roots I keep it quiet hey? around training. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs>
0: So what did you used to get up to like on the farm, um, growing up as a young kid?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we had we didn't have the biggest farm because mum and dad still worked in town. but We had a big enough one, so we loved riding the motorbikes. And dad and uh, mum were always busy on the farm. I can't say I was too much of a help for him, <laughs> but I was always riding the, the mini motorbikes around, and yeah, absolutely loved it. We had a footy field in the backyard with two posts at either end, so that's probably I guess where I fell in love with footy. And then had a cricket net in the backyard too, so was pretty I was pretty lucky to I guess grow up in on a farm with footy field yeah. uh, cricket nets there so I was at home that's for sure
0: yeah not many people get to grow up with like those things around you in your backyard that's pretty cool did you have um so did you have yeah. siblings and stuff like did you used to play with them or what, what was the go with that
1: yeah I was I'm pretty lucky I got two older brothers and nice. they're both sport diehards too so uh, I guess yeah when we we're growing up being the youngest out of them they are uh, definitely always uh pushed and tested me but um yeah, so it was, we all love playing every sport. So when we we're young, we we're in, out in the backyard every afternoon. We was playing some backyard cricket or touch or tackle footy. We we're um, we we're doing it all. So no, it's quite lucky. I guess I have two older brothers.
0: Yeah, was was rugby league? Was rugby league or rugby union um, bigger in your town? Because I know some towns they differ.
1: Yeah, I think rugby league was a little bit bigger there. So it was, was kind of lucky. So on Saturdays we'd play rugby league, and then Sundays play rugby union for the moment, uh, mighty gun red Devils. so nice. dad was like the president of the junior rugby club there because there aren't too many uh, helpers there then mum was the uh treasurer so they were uh, mum and dad were both pretty big in the uh Gunnedah rugby community there that's for sure
0: man that's so cool was it is there has there been anyone else kind of make it from um your, 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 your local rugby club
1: yeah it's pretty cool uh big ben gunter he's oh, yeah. um playing yeah Panasonic wild night so he um he moved to Brisbane, I think grade ten or eleven, just for high school, and now obviously signs to go to Japan. So um, I grew up. My older, my middle brother Will, which is two years older than me, he um they were they were really good mates. So they anyway. went to school together, played footy together, and it's pretty cool seeing him, I guess, killing it over in Japan.
0: Yeah, so it's just him and then you who were just like the main kind of rugby guys that come out of there.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's not, I guess, not too many because it's mainly a league type yeah, of town. Yeah. So.
0: Which league yeah, is in which yeah. league followers came through your tell.
1: I know a few a few played and uh I remember one Reese Jager played Saint uh South Sydney under twenties, oh, wow. but like, no one's really, I guess, gone on to play professional okay. rugby league or anything. But if you uh, play any type of like under twenties or something, everyone in Gundar definitely knows about yeah, it, that's yeah. for
0: sure. Man, that's cool. And so from there, from a small town, you moved to Brisbane. Um, did you go straight into high school? Or was that when you went into to Gregory Terrace?
1: Uh, no. So I went to a, just a local school for a year in grade five. So oh, I went okay. to LA to help with Christians, just a local Catholic school. Yep. And then I uh, was lucky enough to accept the Terrace. And yeah, absolutely loved my time at Terrace. It was uh, quite a sports mad school too, which obviously suits me quite well. Yeah. And uh, obviously rivalled your school, Nadia. Yeah. So I had many uh, fun times against you blokes. But yeah, I no, love my time at Terrace.
0: Yeah, who else that was in your grade like that you played with, um, rugby guys?
1: So I was a I was a year older for my year, but um, so I played up a year with so Isaac Lucas, who's obviously oh, okay. was yep. with us at Reds, and then uh, Josh Nasser, who's who's mm. at Reds, and uh, the other one was, was probably Byron Ralston. He's signed with Western oh, Force, the winger.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, leading try scorer. Yeah, the man. Yeah.
1: Shucks. Nah. No, so it was pretty cool, I guess, playing with all those few boys through for Terrace and now seeing them them kill it in their, their own careers. But yeah, no, it was good.
0: Yeah. What, um Like as a kid and then growing up, coming to Brisbane, was there like a team or play that you kind of watched or enjoyed um yeah watching on TV?
1: Um, I guess probably coming from Gundars, I probably watched more league than rugby, I guess, yep. in my younger years. So I was a bit of a died Rab- South Sydney Rabbitoh supporter, so... I um I always love yeah, watching them play and I love like, Sam Burgess and even now like Adam Reynolds, Latrell Mitchell, I just kind of love love watching all them play and obviously love watching the Wallabies too because it's kind of those two are my two things I love watching and seeing, yeah, I guess Matt Guido run out for the Wallabies. He was a bit of the, he was a king back then. So yep. love watching all those blokes play.
0: Man, that's pretty cool. And I guess you've come a long way. Like when you were younger, did you, set goals? Did you always want to be a rugby player or what was your kind of ambition in life as, as a kid?
1: Um, yeah, I definitely knew I always wanted to do something in sport because mm-hmm. I guess sport's probably the only thing which uh, I guess motivated me to get through school and always just to don't get in trouble to play sport in the weekend. Otherwise, mum and dad wouldn't let me play. So um, I, as any sport, I does not really say rugby was the one I've always wanted to be, but mm-hmm. I guess by the time I got to high school, I thought I'd want to be a rugby player and then I guess by the time of finishing high school, I knew that was kind of the path I wanted to go. So I guess I was pretty lucky to be able to get to, I guess, Reds as quick as I have. So that was definitely something I'm very uh, privileged to be able to get to.
0: True that, because I heard you're like a big cricketer as well. Was that, could you have taken the cricket path as well? Like, were you pretty good at that as as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely love cricket. um, Yeah, it was kind of awesome. Like, I guess my going through high school was summer was all cricket. Rugby, uh, winter was all rugby, so I was always, um, I was I was always busy. But um, I guess when I was in grade eleven, I got picked in the Australian Schoolboys for rugby, and then uh, I got picked in the Queensland Under 17s cricket cricket squad. So oh, wow. that was kind of the time where I thought I had to decide, and I thought I guess Australia was was higher than Queensland, yeah. so that's kind of what decided to, I guess, go with rugby. And I guess I've never really looked back. I've always kind of backed it a hundred percent and. Yeah, I do, do miss cricket a bit, but there's nothing worse than getting up for a golden duck, so I yeah. can't say I miss it too much.
0: <laughs> what were did you were you a, a batsman or did you bowl what were you
1: Yeah, just a just a batsman. I was a yeah. bit of a slogger. I was um probably preferred T twenties more than the uh the, the test matches, but um yeah, no, I I absolutely loved cricket. I just um I guess I was always kind of a bigger, bigger boy, probably from playing rugby. So I think that helped me a little bit with cricket, True. being a batsman, trying to trying to hit it further than others.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Um, so I guess after school, um, what was your pathway to to the Reds? Uh, when did you get picked picked up by them, and what was the process there?
1: Yeah, so after school, I was in the Reds Under Twenties Academy, and then. Um, I was probably I guess a bit different than other people. I just I played a full year for Brothers Prem grade, which was which was awesome for me, I guess being an eighteen year old, just versing men week in, week out mm-hmm. for sixteen round games and into finals and I think that probably I guess I reckon it's helped me develop a lot. Just just there's nothing it's, it's always I guess in school you're just versing people your age, but until you come up against men yep. I guess you don't know what rugby's really like sure. and how tough it really is. So and then, uh, yeah, so I just played a full season there for, uh, uh, yeah, brothers and then was lucky enough to get picked in NRC, which is where uh, you and me first
0: met. Yeah, true.
1: And um, no, it was kind of, that was a, I really enjoyed NRC too there because I was, I was pr- on the bench the whole season, but just getting to be, it was kind of my first time ever being in a, I guess, professional environment and um, just being able to come off the bench for little, like little 20 minute stints now and then, I really enjoyed and then at, yeah then at the end of the uh nrc season that was when i got my i guess first reds contract for to start for the uh to go into the 2019 season
0: that's awesome yeah i think the nrc because even when i spoke to someone even for myself personally man it was a big kind of um i guess springboard to my career was the nrc like i played a full year of nrc after my first like debut because i only played like two super games and then i played a full nrc season so i think it's I think quite underrated you know they talk about the New Zealand uh what do they have what's their comp uh
1: the IT I uh, might ten, 10 might yeah. ten
0: now um but yeah I don't think the NIC gets enough I guess mentions and respect because I think mm. it yeah it is a really good comp and um yeah what, what are some things that you learned from from the NIC comp that helped you kind of springboard into to super rugby for the following year
1: yeah well I guess that was I reckon the first time well, I guess saying being in the professional environment, but just kind of seeing how people go about oh, just yeah. on game days. And because I guess just playing club footy and schoolboy footy, you kind of, I would always just rock up two hours before the game and just not really stretch, rock up and then play. But yeah. just the way like everyone prepares themselves, just like stretching, eating well, making sure you have your magnesium tablets. And I guess that was one thing I really uh, learned there. And then also, um, I remember coming in a few times early and then would do some line-outs with all the Reds boys and that was kind of my first time meeting Brad Thorne. So um, I remember, yeah, then just, I guess we're doing a lot of line-out and scrum work. So just little bits of my game there, which I guess kind of helped me, I guess, more just have confidence going into the 2019 pre-season. Just have confidence knowing, I I guess I can belong and just to be able to train and um, yeah, just be able to train with the main squad.
0: Man, that's cool. Yeah, I... I think for yeah, like for myself, um, even the I think the uh, the like the quality of rugby is quite good because you're versing mm. like the best club players, but then you're versing Super Rugby players that play Super Rugby week in week out. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Geez,
1: the uh, club football players would have yeah gone after you a lot too, which I guess you yeah. you have noticed that they got always got a point to prove.
0: Yeah, they do, man. But with that year that we played together, we ended up making the finals here in Fiji. So we actually did yeah, alright, but, but then, but then yeah, it was tough over there. They were hard to beat. I think that was their first win. They they won their first uh, NRC comp, but they're a good, they're mm. a good comp. Um, and yeah. so yeah, you debuted this year. So last year we played NRC together. Earlier this year in January, oh, no. or was it the year before? Yeah, so
1: yeah, that was tw- end of 2018. So oh, then 2018, uh, yeah, yeah. that was yeah, leading to 2019, which which I, I didn't play any games that year, but. That was probably, I guess, one of uh, I guess, my best rugby experiences was just being around oh, okay. um, just the Queensland Reds in the 2019 season because when I look back this year in 2020, looking back at the squad we had in 2019, we had some, just especially in my position, having yourself and Scott Higginbotham as number eight to learn from. True. And then even people, I guess, Adam Korchek on the flank. It was, um, it was, It was kind of good last year, I guess, because I knew I wasn't going to get a game because of the people ahead of me, so... I guess that was probably my time where I thought I've got to learn as much as I can from before you guys leave, cool. learn as much as I could, which I know has definitely held me in, I guess, good stead for this year. Just the experiences of just training and just learning as much as I could around, I guess, experienced players in my position. Would, yeah, it helped me a lot. Yeah, down. true.
0: Yeah, actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, last year was all, yeah, we were still there. And then this year, sorry, that's when you debuted was 2020, earlier this year against the Brumbies, eh? Yeah. Down, was yeah, that down no, in so it a- Canberra?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. um It was uh, interesting debut because that was when the uh, bushfires were happening too. Oh,
0: yeah. so
1: um, in Australia.
0: That's So
1: right. we were going, we were going down there, and we weren't even sure if we we're going to play. So I was, I was a bit of a nervous wreck, thinking I might miss out on my debut. But so it was, it was January. I remember it was January thirty, and it was forty degrees there at, at seven o'clock oh, at wow. night, and smoky everywhere. But yeah, luckily enough, we played the game and didn't get the win, but. At some stage, I didn't think I was going to make my debut, so I was pretty happy the game just went ahead.
0: Yeah, how was your first game against them? Because I know the the Brumbies are a tough team to beat, especially at home. What was your first um, Super Yeah, your experience like?
1: Yeah, it was. I guess it was it was surreal. Like I remember just the whole day. I was wasn't really nervous. I was. I I thought, yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. And I just I remember going out for warm up and then just looking at them and thinking oh my god there's there's James Slipper there's <laughs> just all these like professional players I've watched for the last 10 years and then that probably I guess made me a bit more nervous but yeah I think we end up losing by two points and we actually played a really good game of footy and I guess a few of my my own <laughs> errors actually cost us a little bit in the game too so I remember that I learned a lot from that just that deck, uh, game in general because you see, like how much little things mean in Super mm-hmm. Rugby, which I guess in club rugby you throw a stupid flick pass or something, nobody cares. Yeah. But then you do it in Reds, it gets reviewed. And remember that next week I was I was a bit nervous. I was thinking, am I going to retain my spot because <laughs> a few times ago I got a, I got a bit carried away on the field trying to trying to be a hero. But um, no, I definitely learned a lot from that game. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, those reviews are scary. You know, I think a lot of people don't <laughs> understand. Um... Like after a game, if you make mistakes, because the following week it's always going to be like magnified if it comes up in the video session yeah. and you kind of, oh. yeah, it's the worst feeling in the all day. Eh?
1: There's nothing better walking to a review just knowing you've done nothing wrong. But, yeah, geez, um, geez when you make a few costly errors, you're like, ah, oh. so sit at the back corner, hide behind the tall bike.
0: Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> no, it's the worst yeah. when the coach blows up at you in front of everyone. That's tough, man. Yeah. Uh, have you have yes, you had yeah, any of those exactly. many of those in your in your time yet or not
1: um a few times in uh scrum because i was in number eight it's pretty important especially you know what the red scrums like with yep. taniela big taniela and jp smith and yeah well a few times we've been charging them forward and then i'm holding in holding in or we'll flicks out the yeah, back that's the worst and then yeah going and, and uh, crappers, crappers never too happy with me <laughs> but um yeah, just now when I get to the game time at scrum, I'm just just focus, Harry, focus, and don't let this ball will pop out or it'll make me save myself from a bit of a spray during the week.
0: Yeah, because your scrum's been oh, it's always been good um, for for a while now, like quite dominant. Um, mm. Yeah, how's that been? Like, what what do you put that down to?
1: I just reckon well, Crapper Cameron Lilly Crap's just a really good coach, and it's mm. just I guess it's just been developing. So, obviously, you've got Tenniela latupo who's just he's a class above at scrum time, and JP Smith, who's so experienced. But just the way they've developed people such as, I guess, Harry Hooper, Dane Zander, um, Josh Nasser, just really young props, like probably nearly too young to be playing super rugby, but they go out there and they've been dom- uh, dominating scrum. Yeah, so, uh, I think a lot to, I guess, Cameron crap just being able to choose the right prop who's going to be a good scrummager and just being able to... I guess, yeah, just fast track their development. But um, it was, as you know, being at the back of the scrum, there's nothing better than being behind a dominant scrum.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, I know what you mean. Oh, being here, our scrum last year at Montpellier was, you yeah, know, some games we went, we'd be going backwards. And I just remember, like, at the <laughs> Reds, we oh, we hardly went backwards. A lot of the time we're going forwards, even on our defensive defensive scrum. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Someone's I remember...
1: doing enough to push. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, man. But some of the scrum sessions... Um, yeah, I think people like they see how good the scrum is on the field, but at training, man, like were, it's pretty intense. a lot of live scrums at training. Um, yeah, mm. like, like you say, Crapper and Thorny really passionate about their scrum and it shows in the game. So it's been, yeah, good watching your lads play. Do some really yeah, no, things, that's,
1: though. I guess, yeah, that's one thing I guess Crapper always try to say we want training to be harder than like scrummaging against each other to be yeah. harder than the games. And I firmly do believe it is, it is sure, harder than training. Because they're going at each other, as you'd remember, a few times. JP Smith will get up ready to swing at someone just yeah. because that's how competitive it is. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's good yeah. being at the back watching rather than being in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but I was just just talking about your like season in general, like as a collective group. You guys have stringed some really good wins together, especially on the weekend. Um, yeah, how's things been going? As um, yeah, from your point of view.
1: Yeah, well, I guess pr- uh, before COVID, um, we we're pretty disappointed because I thought uh, we all thought we played some really good footy, but we just lost a lot of tight games. But mm-hmm. I guess post COVID, we've been we've been pretty happy because we feel as if we haven't, I guess, reached our potential yet. But we've still we're still sitting at second on the ladder, and um, we've played some good footy. Uh, we feel as if our defence has improved a lot, which obviously um the coach has been really big on but mm. if you want to win the comp you have got to be a good defensive team and um with besides the Waratahs game which uh we've quickly forgotten about that yep. one which wasn't wasn't our finest display but I guess on the weekend we barely attacked and we got three tries on them and we held them out all game defensively and i guess that's something which i guess we pride ourselves mm. on and i guess that's we'll take a lot of comments from that for the rest of the year and um, yeah, I guess right now we're sitting at a pretty good spot where if we can beat Western Force this week, uh, we should be able to guarantee a final spot. And I guess just Reds haven't played finals footy since 2013. And obviously it's not a it's not the full Super Rugby, but we really want to win this competition. So, sure. um, no, it feels if like we're improving each week and hopefully peeking around, I guess, Brumby's game, which is the week before finals.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fences, like you said, are wins championships. I remember when we... The NIC, The time that Queensland Country won the N. I. C. Like watching you boys um, on the weekend defend against the Rebels, like it reminded me of that. Just like everybody scrambling, yeah, yeah. especially on your on your line, man. That red really, that shows, I think, the character of your team. And like to see you you boys do that was like, man, that was pretty hectic. I was like, it kind of you gets your would up a bit.
1: It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, there's nothing I guess better being a player knowing you can trust the bloke besides you, especially just in one-on-one contact when yep. you're scrambling. Like just seeing I guess like James O'Connor at 5'8 on the weekend, pretty sure he made like twenty tackles and Dang. like all of them were just body on the line, like it was just it was awesome, just awesome to be a part of. I guess a defensive display like that.
0: Yeah, you get inspired, I guess, like when you see people like your ten put his body on the line, like you want to do the same. Yeah. Guys like um Angus yeah. Scott Young or even Tanyala. big tongue and thaw, had some pretty big heads. I was yeah. watching
1: him. He had a I think he had a I don't know. He woke up. Must have been woke up pretty angry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> geez, Any person who ran at him, and it was pretty funny. Uh, we're all g him up, all during the week about big Ponay Farmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, There's a highlight video about those two. That yeah, were like, yeah. Nella, Nella, mate. They're disrespecting you. And then um, <laughs> you just <gene> up. Yeah. <laughs> and then then Ponay ran at him, and you just saw, uh, try to run around. Yeah, yeah I seen that. You just saw Nella just launch at him. I've never seen somebody just yeah just want to whack a person. And it was so funny when he did because he got up, could barely breathe because he was tired, but he was so happy. It yeah, was
0: awesome. It's, it's cool to see those personal battles because it, I think, like with Taniella, it kind of it gets the best out of you. Know you want to turn up and mm. do a job on your opposite number. Who has been like the yeah person that you like going up against as a number eight that you kind of relish the challenge against?
1: Um, yeah, well, I guess probably uh, I was I was really excited to verse Izzy No um, just because I guess he was the incumbent uh, Wallabies number eight. But I think probably, I guess, Pete Samu. That's kind of been one because he's played some really good footy over the last two years. And there's been, and I guess there's been a lot of positive talk about him because he's put on so many, I guess, really solid performances. So I guess the few times we got to verse there, it's kind of one where, as you know, you, you pencil it down. you yeah. like, I want this game. <laughs> so um, I've really enjoyed just being able to verse him where – I guess we're we're quite different players, but um, yeah, we definitely found each other a few times on the on the field, and but yeah, no, there's nothing better because I guess a few of the games sometimes you you don't lose interest, but you go in and out of yeah but yeah yeah, When you have such a personal battle, you just make sure the whole game you you you're in it because you want to I guess prove a point.
0: Yeah, for sure. And with Wallaby selections and like hearing Dave Rooney talk about how like he wants to pick on, um, like your form, your current form. I think that's good incentive you know to turn up each week and not just think because you were in the wallabies with the world cup or the year before that you are going to automatically be selected um so yeah has that been exciting for you to kind of really want to push for for a test spot
1: yeah i guess as a player there's nothing better i guess you can hear than saying he's just going to pick off form so um yeah so like, i guess it's it's i reckon it's brought the best out in i guess most number eights around australia True. too because they've all been performing so well and you kind of can't afford an off week or an off two off weeks because if you do, another player jumps in front of you like that. And mm-hmm. um, and even someone like Izzy, he's just came back from a serious hamstring injury, just came back and uh, two games in Firing, and just killed both yeah. games. It's yeah. competitive spot, Maybe man. That's just, mm, as you know, yeah, the number eight is always a very competitive spot. So, um, But I guess for me personally, I'm not really worried about that at the moment yeah. because... I guess it's my first year of Super Rugby and it's just, um, I'm just obviously just love playing for Reds and, um, but I guess I know if I can win my number eight battle, it normally goes a long way to, I guess, helping Reds win. So that's probably, I guess, my main motivation there.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Because how old are you this year?
1: Uh, Turning 21.
0: Man, and that's a scary thing, bro. That's like your first year of Super Full Super Rugby. And yeah, I've really been impressed with what you've been doing had some yeah really good consistent games um for yourself like what's your um when you prepare for each week what what do you like hope to do and achieve each game like what does success look for you um, as a number eight um, you know looking forward to, to a match each week
1: um yeah well I guess my because i I guess it kind of changes a little bit each week but I guess my main one is I guess number eight we've got to be good ball carriers so mm-hmm. I'm pretty big on trying to I guess I don't really care how many carries you do, but just as long as they're effective. So,
0: cool. I
1: guess my big thing is for this year I've really try to work on my leg drive. And I guess the tight like running off uh, off the nine a lot where there's a lot of forwards around. I really try to I guess bet, get better at that because I know that was something I've kind of definitely um, I definitely uh, lacked previously this year. So, and yes, yeah, so I guess just try and I guess be a good influence in the team and attack. Try and create opportunities around around myself and then. I guess, defensively, um, I I guess I've always never been, I guess, the best hitter in the team. I've always kind of just gone about making my own tackles, but Mm. I'm really trying to get better at trying to be able to, I guess, try and whack a few people in a game, which, because I guess when you see people like Ella and Lucan always whacking blokes, you're like, come on, mate, you got to do it. So that's something I'm really been trying to work on recently and hoping to, I guess, build that in my game because – I guess when you see your teammate whack somebody, it does inspire you. And um, hopefully, I guess I get to the point where I can start doing that a fair bit yep. to try and inspire others. And yeah, so that's probably my main two things. I try and keep it as simple as I can. Um, obviously, just don't stuff up in lineouts and scums. Yeah. But, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, just try and, I guess, be good in attack and defense is my main two.
0: Awesome, bro. And like you speak about leg drive, and there's a lot of good number eights around the world. You talk about, you see, like, Ali he's probably got some of the best leg drivers in the world um, who do you like obviously because even myself like I like to look at other number 8s and kind of see who's the best and see what they do well is there anyone that you kind of rate as the best number 8 in the world currently and uh, what, what you like about their game
1: um, oh well I guess I'm going to say Kieran Reid just because he's, oh, yeah. he's, oh, he's still he's still playing, playing. But I guess I guess my favourite thing just watching him play was just he could do everything yeah true he um, like he was in type but just his, his link play um, obviously lineouts because I know lineouts is such a big work on for me, which it's something I want to I guess kind of keep developing at. But he was um, just watching him plays how in defence he can whack blows. Yeah, man, that's like he right. Can always whack blows. Oh geez, I wouldn't want to run at him. And um, but yeah, just being able to I guess do everything so well. But then I guess you see Artie Sevilla plays. Just he gets hit, but his legs just don't stop. Yeah, he's don't stop bumping. Yeah, so like just little – I try kind of try and just – I guess just little things from, from everyone's game and obviously that I think that was one thing which I was pretty lucky last year being at Reds with you and Higgers was t- playing like you both had a few unique skills which was I guess your offloads and mm-hmm. um, your kind of wider play and that was a few things last year which I guess I really enjoyed trying to learn because I guess the more strings you can have to your bow, the, the better it is for the team. So sure. I guess just try and – yeah. Just watch as much footage as you can. I guess it's probably been helping me. Guess trying to develop my play from watching, yeah, watching players.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, I'm excited for this this year. Like, know you still got the Super Rugby um, AU. They're walking towards that title, but then obviously ahead of that is um, is, is Wallaby selection. Yeah, I guess just for you, is it like what are some of your goals in the future um, next year or, or this year? What do you really want to try and achieve? Just being so young too, but yeah, what, what's your, what's your vision, man?
1: Um, yeah, well, I guess I, I would really, I would love to, uh, I guess, make my Wallabies debut this year. That's yeah. kind of, I guess, well, uh, I, I really want to win Super Rugby first. So you probably get him. I want, to, you really want to win Super Rugby because yeah. I reckon it'd just be amazing winning it for Reds, and it'd be, yeah, it'd be so special to, be able to win it with all the, all the boys who I who I love. But I guess, yeah, my main, or after that, my main goal would be trying to represent Wallabies this year. But I can't say I'm, I'm too stressed, stressed yeah. for that. I just want to keep i guess enjoying footy this year and then just keep trying to learn as much as i can then in the future i'd really uh, obviously i want to i just want to keep winning at reds because um just keep it keep everyone happy here at yeah. reds i just want to be a part of winning team here and then hopefully be able to i guess be an important player for the wallabies and just be a part of some successful teams that would be uh that's probably my main goal but um yeah just just anything anything to like being a part of winning is, is probably my main goal because i guess over last year I had a few few losses in grand finals and it's um something i don't want to experience ever again really so yep. um just be a part of some successful teams the next few years would be um yeah would make me ecstatic
0: that's awesome man well i know with sports like like you said even myself you want to be a part of winning things you're happy like everybody like the group's happy the coaches are happy the staff yeah um, but like it doesn't always happen that way sometimes yeah we lose for yourself like how do you yeah not get so down on yourself when you do experience losses and things like that like what do you personally do to not kind of let that bother you too much a
1: um, few beers first yeah no, um, <laughs>
0: a few beers with the boys no.
1: yeah that normally uh, drowns a few sorrows away but um, I guess just just the motivation. I guess last year I lost the under twenties World
0: Cup oh, final. That's right. Yep.
1: And then and then the brother uh, the grand final for brothers. So it's um, I guess I I probably prefer to lose those grand finals than a Super Rugby grand yeah, final yeah. or something. So it's kind of I guess just the the I guess the biggest thing I learned from I guess them was just the big moments. That's when you've got to mm. go that next level. And I think that's one thing which myself and those two teams didn't do. So. That's kind of, I've kind of just tried to take those lessons and try obviously try and forget about losing them as quickly as you can. But just so next time I'm in that situation, I just don't want to feel that way ever again because there's nothing worse than shedding a few tears in the sheds with each other when everyone else is in the other room celebrating. So just those, yeah, those big moments in the big games, that's one thing now I'm going to make sure. That's when you step up and the whole team Mm -hmm. steps up too.
0: Yeah Yeah, I see. Awesome, bro um and i think i guess away from footy what do you like to do what interests you what are you working on anything studying or anything like that
1: um i've been doing a business diploma with uh, through reds which has been it's actually been cool. really really cool starting it through reds we are, uh, a few of the other boys scotty malula fraser um uh oh, i was like well, I guess was um <laughs> yeah a few, a few of the other boys were doing it with me but um yeah, I, I guess that's just because I'm not really one to do uni. I just, I just don't really care about it enough, yeah. and I don't really know what I want to do when I'm older. So, Fair enough. I guess just doing that to get a certificate. But um, no, it's like it's been, I guess, quite uh, different at the moment because I guess as a footy player, in the season, you're so into it, and um, it's kind of been a bit harder to get get out of footy at the moment due to I guess the COVID bu- uh, bubble oh, we're in.
0: So you can't leave your you, know? you can't you can only Kind of go out and do stuff? A no, so at the
1: moment, yeah, because we've shut the Queensland border, it's training to home and games. If you no do, way. you have to get caught out of it. Yeah.
0: So you can't go to the local <laughs> so cafe, nothing?
1: No, nah, no, nah. and I love coffee too. It's so. tough, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's testing a few boys, but I guess that's kind of, I guess, giving us more motivation to uh make sure we uh, get some silverware from it. But true, true. I guess one thing I've I've found during this is I guess one, one of my love for basketball. Wow. Which I've never yeah, which I've never never been into ever, but being at home all day by myself, having a hoop at home. Sweet. I've just I've started loving it. So maybe when you're back we'll be able to play a bit of basketball together. Yeah, man. But
0: Do they still have the hoop at the ba- Reds?
1: Yeah, I got it going, played today by myself for thirty minutes. Oh I was man, just how bored, good but yeah, I think uh, It's a bit wonky bat Because apparently yeah. dunk, Duncan tried to dunk And uh, And Pulled broke it, it Before he Yeah Sounds about right But uh, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Didn't fix it either but No <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
0: Duncan.
1: Do you watch but, any um? Yeah, no,
0: that's... Do you watch any basketball Or is it just like playing
1: um, No, I've started to uh, Yeah just, It's good with the final series on now And It's kind of ideal um, How it's in the mornings in Australia So before training or on the off day, so tomorrow I'll I'll um I'll watch a bit of basketball. But I am a bandwagon Lakers Lakers uh, supporter. <laughs> I think I remember you you got a
0: jersey, a LeBron James jersey, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I've got all of his all of his jerseys just to um. But yeah, no nah, Lakers since day one now. So no, nah, just um yeah. So it's been kind of. It's, I never thought I'd get into it, but no, that's kind of been, I guess, my hobby now because can't go to the cafe with any mates or catch up True. with them. So you just see me at home shooting the basketball by myself.
0: Oh, good man. So you developing that skill as well? that would be good when I get back. Shoot some hoops. Yeah. But um. Yeah. No. Well, for for like young kids, what advice would you give? Like I know you're still young yourself, but you've done a lot in your yeah, um, in your time. Yeah. What what are some things or lessons that you've learned? From yeah, coaches yourself, parents that you would give to yeah, young kids out there.
1: Um, I guess it'd probably be the most simple one is just enjoying enjoying footy. And I know I, I know the best thing which I ever did was oh, probably because my parents was in school. I played every single sport. I played like cricket, rugby, basketball, tennis, soccer. Like I just I just played everything, and I think that. That develops skills which are handy for rugby. You don't mm-hmm. think, uh, I guess, like soccer, like you, you get you know, some foot skill, but just even cricket helps with your hand-eye coordination, like with catch and pass. True. And I guess that, um, that I thought just playing so many sports when I was younger has really, I guess, helped me. I guess be a bit better of a well-rounded type of footy player, and um, yeah, and just being able to enjoy playing footy, playing footy with your mates, and I think that's what. I'm enjoying the most at at, uh, at Reds is with ha- having so many players my age and or just a few years older. Like every day I'm going in, I'm loving it. It's like it's like going to school every day with seeing your best mates yeah. from school. So just just the enjoyment, um, the enjoyment going to training and just enjoying what I do is just um, my main thing. You've got to you've got to enjoy. It. There's no point mm-hmm. playing rugby or anything if you're not going to enjoy it. So yeah, that'd be my big thing.
0: Cool man, thanks. Because, yeah, a lot of people don't realize how I think sometimes it can be quite a challenging profession as well. Rugby, it's not mm. always like, um, yeah, some people think it's all rainbows and sunshine, but yeah, you do have tough times um, and it does get difficult sometimes, especially if you're losing or mm. like with preseason, it's yeah, it's like it's hard.
1: Yeah, you see um, some dark uh, army camps. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you go through some dark places, man. So you've got to enjoy what mm. you're doing. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that one. Uh, with anything in life, I think you got to. Have some kind of enjoyment in it. You'll get the most out of it, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, thanks for your time, man. I really wish you all the best this year with uh, with the Reds in in trying to get your uh, the Super Rugby title, and then with uh, Wallaby selection in the coming future. So yeah, really proud and um, of you, and yeah, really happy with how you're doing. And um, yeah, just hope that you can continue to have success, bro. Right,
1: thanks a lot, Caleb. Cheers for having me and uh, good luck for your season at Montpellier.
0: Thanks, mate, and thanks for listening, guys.